after the altar, it can get real comfortable. Let's get into it. Yo, I was crying tissue after tissue basically on the floor. But then I thought, oh, what about after the altar? I remember most recently I told a friend that I had to get used to this new me. And she in turn was like, yes, you do. It's all God. And then she was like, and if you feel yourself fighting it, then you need to think about what covenant has been made. And when she said that, I was completely thrown off. I'm thinking I'm walking into newness because I'm coming out of agreement with covenants. And now you're telling me there's another covenant. It's the math ain't math. <laughs> the math ain't math. Um, but this thought would not let my mind go. So, I mean, I gave God time to show me something if he wanted to, like, within it. Um, but, like, literally this season is everything around me is changing. And I'm like, I really cannot move into this next season without fully becoming the person who God is calling me to be. And that's when God laid it on me, y'all. He was like, Exactly. You have made a covenant with being comfortable. When I tell y'all that I was no more good because, sir, what? Like, who just tells somebody that? But at the same time, it was exactly what I needed to hear. Here I am praying for new things, new atmospheres, and here God is answering prayers. And whole time, I'm acting out the scripture when it says, and no one puts old wine into new wineskin. So now that God has told me off, I got to break it down for myself because, yes, it can mean becoming a new person with new ways. But let's take a look. That word comfortable really threw me for a loop. Why? Because I automatically knew they would require work from me. The things that I become used to, the routines or the lack thereof that I was familiar with, these things will have to shift. Like, think about a goal that you have. I bet you, in each scenario that you come up with, or most of them, to get to that point, you have to sacrifice something or put in work that you didn't have to before. That's where I was. The crazy thing is, this was not the first time I heard it. God had just given me grace until this point. How many of us have been in positions where we knew that it was time for things to shift? And in that, it wasn't going to take God's part to finish it, but our agreement and action to get to that point. Y'all. And then there's this word covenant. One dictionary definition says it like this, a solemn agreement between members of a church to act together in harmony. Another example is when people become married and um, they enter into an agreement or a covenant. So what you're telling me, God, is that when you say that I have a covenant with being comfortable, I am saying that I am in agreement with where I am and now where you want to take me. That I am in agreement with my income and not the increase. I am in agreement with feeling confused instead of walking in your wisdom. Shoot, at this point, I'm in agreement with being disobedient and not the opposite. Child, this is real. He said, you have made a covenant with being comfortable. So what does that like even look like to change? Like, What do you do to break this agreement? What actions do you make? Let's just go over a few. Like, the first thing it's probably going to take is self-reflection. Like, It's going to call you out. Like, You'll start to see how fear has you bound or how seeds of doubt have been planted in your mind. For me, one was insecurity. Like, but take it to God, though. Like, um, another thing is, like, to do is to repent. So, God, I repent for doubting you. I repent for allowing fear to guide my actions. And if you don't know what repenting is, it's not just apologizing, per se, to God. But it's a changed way of thinking. It's saying if I was walking towards doubt, I'm making a 180 and I'm now walking towards faith. You know what I'm saying? Um, another thing you can do is, like, you renounce. Could, would, should do. I mean, 
you know what I mean. Um, but you should renounce. Renouncing is literally coming out of agreement with whatever it is and saying that it no longer has the right to do what it once could. Um, if you don't know what it is, like we'll go deep into that a little bit later. Okay. And then like last but not least, I would say, um, it's going to take your action. Like, what is God telling you to do? And where is God telling you to go? Think about the situations that you ponder on and leave you uneasy. That is a key indicator to listen to God about the situation. Overall, like, I would say just go to God. Like, go to God. If there's anything that I said that you're not familiar with, that's cool. God will help you, like, right where you are. And this is coming from the one who he told this to. Y'all, I get it. Like, it's uncomfortable. You might be the first. You might get looked at differently. You might wonder why you in the midst of it all. But Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So lean into this next. Don't rely on your thinking or your scenarios. And no, this is not saying beat yourself up every time that you have a thought or realize that you're doubting again. It's saying in all your ways, submit it to him. Um, it's having the thought about how it can go, but then knowing like, God, I submit that to you. And you do it over and over and over again. Like, it's because I mean, we live in. Um, but I hope this was helpful for you guys. And I'm just going to pray us out, okay? So, God, I pray for that person who heard this and said, ouch, that's me. God, the one that wants to trust you with their next, but knows that it requires something from them. I pray that you let them know that you are with them, that you give them the peace of mind that surpasses all understanding so that they will be able to hear you above the whispers of the enemy. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.